everyone welcome back to another episode of with love alexa today i'm really really excited because i have one of my favorite co-workers slightly my supervisor i think yeah um stephanie here hi and i'm just really excited to have her on my show and we're gonna be talking about like her life and how she got here and also how she's dealt um with family and invisible illness yes so Hey. Hi. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. This I know. Like, ah. We get like, to hang out even more than just in our cubicle. <laughs> well, your cubicle, mine. Yeah, you've kind of made it your own, so that's okay. Yeah, you I just come, come in whenever you want. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoy it. Good. Um, so, yeah, I guess just start with, like, what you were, like, growing up. Yeah. Um, so, I was born and raised in Ann Arbor, which is, like, maybe 45 minutes from here. And um, I grew up with my parents, and I had two brothers. Um... I went to school there. I was really into creative writing for a long time. I've always Wait, really, yeah. That's I know. I didn't know that. Well, that's because um, <laughs> I am really into film too, and I was doing creative writing. I went to Eastern and I did creative writing for a long time, and then I wanted to be an English teacher, and I was like moving around a bunch. Yeah, but then they had you had to take all these tests to become a teacher, yeah. and they were they were super expensive, so yeah. it kind of like hindered me. Mm-hmm. And then I had to think like, what else do I like besides the creative writing? Part. And I, I think I, I would call myself a storyteller of some kind. You know, I like telling my story. I like telling other yeah. people's stories. And social media, you're basically telling yeah, a story. exactly. In creative ways. Mm-hmm. So, so um, I kind of, sw- I was getting a little bored with the whole education thing. So I switched over to film, which I feel like is a different, you know, it's storytelling too. Yeah. And then that's what got me the internship here last year. It's been almost exactly a year, I think. Oh. Yeah. And so... At first, I was hired on as a blogger. That's all that I did was write blogs hmm. with my creative writing. But then I slowly moved on to I did production for a little bit. I don't know if you did that, if you knew that, but I was like back there with those guys. I was in Studio B. No I did way. pop that culture. Yeah. But then they kind of moved me out of that completely, and now I just do social media with you and everybody yeah. else, my lovely team. Yes. Yeah. You, you need a team yeah. for social media. There's too many. I know. There's so much parts. stuff and it's nonstop. Like that's the one thing yeah. we joke about this, but I'll work all day and I'll go home and I'll feel like I didn't do anything. But like, looking back on it, I was like all day I was just posting on social media or so scheduling, scheduling stuff. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. But. You know, you think about it like the first day or like the day you would think it might just be easier to post like scheduled for just the day but mm-hmm. really it takes just as long yeah so you it might really as does. well get like the week and then you're just kind of always ahead yeah and then something else always like comes up like either a new show or a new host or a new guest yeah. so then you're having to squeeze all that stuff into the schedule that you've already made so I know it's definitely <laughs> fun I'm getting used to it because starting here like I told them I was like I'm not a social media professional like yeah I only have that one Instagram thing that I do with my friend where I photoshop myself into her vacation pictures. Wait, then, I don't know. Did I, know I haven't showed you this before. No? It's called It's Nora's Dad on Instagram if anybody is interested <laughs> and want to get a good laugh. But that besides that, like I was never on my own social media, yeah. like barely ever. So this is all kind of new for me, but it does feel nice because I'm promoting other people's stories and yeah. their stories that do have like really good like a really good backbone to them like they're all for good reasons of course yeah. we talk about sports and pop culture but you know these are people's passions and people's yeah. stories so you know I'm getting I'm just now starting to feel yeah. used to it so well yeah because I'm like doing more sports now and mm-hmm. I'm like learning a lot and it's yeah. really cool and like we've all met a ton of people in yeah and they're all and, really nice yeah because you would think I mean there's always the people always think that 
quote unquote famous people are, yeah. you know, cocky and mean, but that's not the case at all here. Yeah. Especially here. Everyone's a lot of fun. Yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I'm like friends with them. It's like, I know. Yeah, I it's so like, weird. Like, I'll just use their first name. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> My dad is, he's like constantly having a heart attack because like every time I tell him some the new person who I'm working with, he's like, no way. He's so jealous. Like, sorry, dad. You're just going to have to live vicariously through me. Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll come on a podcast. Yeah. And he can meet him. Maybe him and Speak can talk because oh. he's a he's a minister. So oh I'm yeah, sure that so they be, would have a that'd lot. That'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm, kind of like a cross yeah. between Christianity and Judaism. Yeah. So and it's kind of similar too mm-hmm. in certain ways. So oh like, yeah, it's not like it's that different. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Um, so we kind of ta- I like mentioned it in the intro, but that you have your fair share of that you've dealt with invisible illness. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me? A yeah. Little bit so more? Um, my older brother. I think it was in 2004, I was trying to do the math earlier, but um, he was playing a baseball game at his high school and he collapsed during the game mm-hmm. and um, took him to the hospital and we found out that it was he had a tumor in his brain. And at first it was benign, um, they didn't see any growth, but they did a surgery and then it ended up coming back. So. It, you know, uh-huh. it was cancerous. Yeah. Um, he had it for about eight years and he passed away in December of 2012. He was 22. But, um, you know, it's a it's a very sad story, but I've, you know, my whole outlook on life has changed because yeah. of this experience. And it's kind of like what you do when you talk about the situations that you've been in, especially with like the car accident. They can be very negative situations, but you can take positives from them yeah. still. You know, and I, moving forward, I feel like there's a lot of like hatred in the world and for me someone to like seeing a life be lost yeah so young and so fast you kind of you know it's like yeah. why why argue about these little things you know there's things that are way important in life and stuff like that but no I agree and also it's like the saying like the good die young it's mm-hmm. so true yeah like I swear like so many people that I've seen have passed there's been so many more that have passed away like yeah. lately it's just and it's like cancer every, man I hate cancer yeah, or even mental health or yeah. illness of some sort mm-hmm. because people just don't see it so yeah they don't believe it or yeah and they're just looked down upon well that was like with my brother too you know he was a musician he played sports and just by looking at him especially earlier in his illness you would right. not you couldn't tell that he was sick. Right. You know, it was some. It was going on in his brain, and of course, there were times when he mentally wasn't all there. Mm-hmm. But just by looking at him, you would never know. And yeah. that's one thing is, you know, being the sister of this guy, going out and people not seeing the struggles that we're going through every day in our family. You know, they they have no idea just by looking at us. Yeah. But then, yeah, it's kind of hard because you want people to understand. But it can be a tough topic because I'm sure you've been there too. Where you're yeah. like, I don't know if this is the right time to bring this up, or like, is this yeah. gonna make someone feel awkward? So for me, and I told you this before, I always have I have no issue talking about my experiences. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course they were hard and they were sad, but yeah, like I said, it's there, you can always find a positive in those kind of situations. Yeah, take something from it. And like I always say, I mean, obviously it's different. This is like a different type of thing because mm-hmm. someone did die, mm-hmm. like your brother, but. Like when people have asked me, like, would I, if I had the choice, knowing what I know now and everything and what I've been through, like, would I change my situation? Mm -hmm. And for a while, it took me a little while to answer because obviously I don't want the accident. I didn't want, like, the pain. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm able to help other people. Yeah, exactly. And I would have never had the platform of the podcast Mm -hmm. or a blog or 
really anything. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't have even had my books out mm -hmm. because I would have had no time because I'd be working full time and doing all this stuff. So like so much has happened. And it's different though because obviously it, you would want to change your situation. Yeah. But then, like I said, you know, I but take then, these experiences yeah. from it. And, th and this grow. goes back to storytelling, too. Like, just by looking at you or just by looking at me, nobody yeah. would know the kind of situations that we've been in. And yeah. so it's even seeing someone like you who, like, you know, you have a great attitude and you're always having fun in the office. To hear that you've gone through something yeah. that's traumatic, you gain more respect for people because mm -hmm. you see that someone has gone through these horrible situations but yeah. at the same time they can like still laugh and have fun and like we can talk about these things and yeah you know they're not all negative all the time right and like I always am trying I try and be careful not to talk about it too much mm -hmm. not because I'm like afraid or I don't want to but I also don't want to come off as like someone who complains yeah so it's like that balance yeah but or like bragging about the situation in some way because I know that people do that they're like, like yeah well, I did this yeah like <laughs> I went I through had, this yeah. and that well, like that's fine you know but yeah you know it's, it's just the right time mm -hmm. the right place and the right time to like talk I've about had stuff. people in my life like friends I'm not anymore but that were always like one-upping yeah so like when about, we yeah. were talking and I'd like gotten this accident she was like well I've had this issue and this issue I'm like mm -hmm. okay <laughs> like, I know it's such like a touchy like subject just yeah. and like give me a little bit of a mm -hmm. but yeah so there's always a right and wrong way to talk to people about it yeah. like you never have to know the answers there's no right. right or wrong way to do these things like I'm sure you experience this kind of thing but like after my brother passed away and going to like the funeral and stuff I felt like people always knew how to act in those situations mm -hmm. but they don't you know it's just it's no. you you see people who are at these funerals and you're like oh they're holding themselves together so well and so when it was my turn to you know yeah. be the person in that situation I was completely lost like I didn't want to talk to anybody no you and know? then <laughs> the worst is like every time when you it comes up like people are like I'm so sorry yeah like, I mean they're not doing it to be anything but nice or they yeah. just don't know what to say but after a while it gets like mm -hmm. really tired I just like wanted to run out of there and I still yeah. feel bad about it but it's like that was me and it's that's you your know, way of grieving mm -hmm. it is so that's another thing is just always be aware of how people yeah kind of are processing their own situations and yeah how they're dealing with it because they're like they could be so completely different from anything that you've thought you would do or what other people have done so just have a little empathy for people is my thing. Yes, you know, kind of no. read them a little bit, see <laughs> see how they're acting when you're offering condolences and. Yeah, you just have to be careful. Like I try not like, like I may say like to someone like I'm sorry mm -hmm. like for what you went through, but like in the beginning, yeah. just because like I don't. I mean, I mean I'm not gonna say it's okay. Counts. Like mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say it's okay. Don't worry or like whatever. Yeah, it's not. But later on though, like when people hear my story now, like people will still say they're sorry, and it's mm -hmm. like. I'm like I don't know how to answer that. Yeah. Like I guess I say thank you, but like it's so it's kind of even though I'm dealing with it, mm -hmm. it's still so far in the past. Yeah, that's how the I feel actual too, I situation. Mm -hmm. For me, it's like you don't have to be sorry. Like I appreciate you saying something. Yeah. It's always that's don't get me wrong. Like it's always okay yeah. to just say the simple, you know, I'm sorry for that because it just shows that you do care and you're yeah. listening to them and hearing them. But at the same time, I'm like, you don't have to be sorry, you know. Wasn't your fault. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't your fault. <laughs> and look at me now. Like, I've taken yeah. all these horrible experiences and I've used them to my benefit. And, like, I feel like I've grown as a person just because of the horrible situations that yeah. I've been through. And I know I have friends who have gone through similar things. I'm like, look at, you know, you can have your bad days. You can you can cry. Yeah. Like, that's okay. I still do that. You know, yeah. it's not all flowers and roses. And no, and... 
the grieving process really never ends, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah, that's very I true. I feel like there are going to be days, like, all of a sudden you just get really angry. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe a milestone happens. And oh, it's yeah. Like, either for your brother, like, a milestone would have been for him mm-hmm. or even your own. Yeah, absolutely. And you get, like, mad or sad, like, mm-hmm. that he's not here. Yeah. And, like, for me, it's, I, if like, when I have a new, if I have an, either a new symptom or even a f- really bad flare-up, mm-hmm. I get angry for a while or even sad. And then eventually I accept it. But yeah. It, and it's quicker now than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I understand that. But still, it's always going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's one thing I feel like my family kind of benefited benefited from being a spiritual family yeah because we did have that comfort of especially with death is like there's something greater out there and I think that kind of has to do you know I love ghosts so yeah I was actually gonna just bring that (laughs) up but (laughs) yeah so that I mean that's a little bit on the sidetrack but at the same time I for me for I mean my whole life I was taught that there's something better than this earth so whether it's true or not that comfort that I get and I other people get. I just need to have that there is. I yeah. can't. Like, mm-hmm. It just makes it makes the whole situation better because yeah. you're like, maybe you can't comprehend what's on the other side, Yeah. but to know that something is there, it's very, you know, it feels good. Yeah. And I've had my situation, one in particular, no, actually two that involved my brother. I was going to ask it, it you actually all yeah. this. So. so there was the first one, it was like right after he died and I had gone back to work. It was like my first day back to work. And there was a little park down the street from the restaurant I worked at. And I had just gotten off work and I like just, I was losing it almost. I had been holding my composure in all day. And so I'm sitting by this park and there's this like street light that had turned off. And I'm just like looking up at the street light. I'm like, if you're here, just like show me a sign. And I'm not kidding, this light like turned on. Like right after, <laughs> I was talking to my brother. I was like, show me a sign that you're here. And this light turned on. And I know maybe it was just by chance that like. But then why would it have so turned happened. off? And then. Yeah, it, it was like already off. off. And so I was kind of like challenging him. I was like, if you're there, like show me. And then the other situation, of course, had to, with my ghost hunting device. And it was on accident. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was on accident. I was in the cemetery that I go to all the time. I was with some friends. And I had this, I just bought this like EMF detector. So it supposed to pick up like electromagnetic frequencies yeah with ghosts I guess ghosts produce those is this where your brother is yeah so it's a cemetery that my brother's buried in but I've been going to that cemetery ever since I was a kid because it's like a beautiful cemetery in Arbor. it's very old lots of trees but anyway we were walking around and I had this device on me and it had gone off like a couple times in the cemetery but we had gotten back in my car and we were driving out of the cemetery and we're passing my brother's tombstone and it beeped three times just like out of nowhere it was like beep 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 (laughs) and I stopped my car and my brother's grave is like literally right there right next to us yeah so that's another thing it's like maybe it was chance but at the same time I'm taking this situation like it meant so much to me yeah even if it was just a battery malfunction you know just the fact that that happened at that exact moment like it meant so much to me I don't think there's really coincidences I think it like it's just it was yeah yeah I mean I have this thing that I say even if it was a coincidence like the the fact that that coincidence happened at that moment like you know so who knows if it was really him or not yeah another thing we um so we had a cousin that passed away um almost five years or it was five years four or five years ago and we were on with family on a cruise like the year basically to the year like the day that he passed away Hmm. and we're sailing in the middle of the Caribbean Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it was my mom and another cousin who's his brother and 
a little butterfly like comes, like a white butterfly is just sitting with them for like an hour while they're talking. This is in the middle of the Caribbean. Oh, that gave me chills. And it's happened quite a few times. Like I believe it. Random butterflies. So it's like our thing now. But yeah, it's so crazy. I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> I think maybe people like you and I who we've gone through some of these yeah. kind of weird experiences are a little bit more open to yeah. supernatural maybe is the word or like coincidences yeah. because we've seen like such a negative side of life, yeah. you know, and we're like, it kind of like opens up your mind to like, th- this stuff happens, like yeah. bad stuff and good stuff happens. Well, I drowned, like I've told you before, like how I drowned when I was four and yeah. I was going towards this bright light and someone told me it wasn't my time mm-hmm. and then I was revived. So there has to be something. Yeah. That is still, that blows my mind. I know. That is so crazy. I wish I like remembered it, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's a good thing because it could have been a little traumatic, like extra traumatic. But that's probably why I never liked to swim. Mm. Like I didn't learn until like I was seven, mm-hmm. I think, and I still hate it. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll, if I can stand, I'm fine. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> I've never really had, like personally, not that I can think of where I've had any like, close, close calls yeah. for myself. If I did, it wasn't anything big enough to where I would remember it. Even, that's surprising because I'm so clumsy. I would think that oh I would have hurt myself worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I bruise myself up once in a while, but... I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm so bad. Well, you, I told you about my the skunk in my house. I don't yes. know if you believe in this whole Mercury and retrograde thing, but oh, yes. it's really... If it's true, that's another thing. It's been really hit me hard. <laughs> the skunk in my house and my washing machine flooded my basement. And Wait, when, I didn't tell you about that. When was this? <laughs> this was last week, too. <laughs> yeah, it's just been a rough one. <laughs> but that's my thing, and you know, you can have a rough week, but it'll get better. Yes. It'll get better. And you gotta just continue to be forever strong. Yes. Amen to that. Um, We're gonna get that uh, saying all over. All over the viral. studio? No, oh, the viral. <laughs> or whatever. I was thinking like a tattoo for his, like, well, get, I, you already have one. <laughs> oh, maybe um, I'll get one. Yeah. I like it. I like that concept. Me too. Cause it's true. It's like you just gotta mm-hmm. pick yourself up, no matter how hard. Cause one day something will get better. Yeah, exactly. So especially, just... it's cool you get to have this show. Cause I've you know doing the social media for it. There's so many different people you get to talk to. Yeah. Like they all have these different stories, but they all kind of loop back to like mental illness and you know mental yeah. health and. Cause originally it was gonna be chronic pain mm-hmm. because that's like what I deal with, but. Yeah. I realize like invisible illness is such a bigger, broader topic. Yeah, it's mental Because that's mental health. That's like anything you can't see. Mm -hmm. So to me, that was such more, so much more important. Yeah, and more people like can relate. I think Mm -hmm. than just chronic pain. Yeah, especially with all the sports guys. Yeah, you talked to TJ and you talked to Darren about it too. Yeah, it's very interesting. Everybody has their own little story to tell. (laughs) I know it's crazy. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for yeah, coming of on. This is was, so this fun. Good. We're going to have to have like girl talk again. Yes. Like, yeah. And so everyone every knows so often. we don't have any notes for this show. This is just. Yes. It was off the cuff. Yep. My first time. All so. natural. Well, that was Stephanie. And thank you guys for listening. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.